You are Locked On Pacers, your daily Indiana Pacers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Pacers fans, we're back in the middle of the week and hoping everybody had a great race weekend and Memorial Day, but we're going to do our weekly show in the middle of the week. As always, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Locked on Pacers podcast, Tony East with the West Indianapolis Community News. And on the other line to talk about uh, kind of a weird variety of stuff today is Adam Friedman. Adam, what's up, man? Oh, not much. Pretty excited that Oladipo made, I said he was going to make an All-NBA team and a all-defensive team, so it's pretty exciting that he made both. And it is exciting that he made You know, I did not think he would make first-team all-defense. All that was really cool. So and he I- did it. Pretty convincingly. I think once you started looking at the guards, you thought he had a pretty decent shot. I mean, so the four and guards. smoked the other guards, too. Yeah, and it also had to do with Butler got hurt. Right. Pretty, what, he played about 59 games, I think, maybe 60 games, give or take. So that probably kind of pushed you. But, you know, the, really we were what worried about another guy who made it. Drew Holiday was probably going to make the – we figured we'd be up there with Depot. And then, like I said, it was Butler. And then I guess DeJontas Murray made it. Yeah, Deontay, Deontay Murray, I can never say his name. I would not have put on there, but yeah, the, I mean, he he was the first guard at 136 points. Uh, Drew Hada, the only other guard to crack 100, and only four guys crack 100 total. Like, it's pretty crazy if you look at it. Yeah, I guess the biggest other big worry was whether Chris Paul can make it. He finished just outside right. of all of it. Um, he finished five but, points behind Jimmy Beller. I think that's all games played, too, because he's the best defensive point guard in the NBA. Chris Paul, yeah. It's, I mean, a lot of this is game. I mean, you got to remember, these are regular season awards. They aren't right, awards right. for how you play in the playoffs, for how you – how when you rank the best players who you say you take first in like a pickup game, it's how you play over the 82 games that happen yep. that year. And Oliva had probably – I thought was the best maybe defensive point guard in the NBA for 82 games. Yeah, he always matched up. He, well, it's funny because he just matched up on the best player on the other team if it wasn't a center, like forward or guard. It wasn't just the best guard like a lot of these guys. And that's what made him so versatile and then leading the league. Like, And another thing with all defense that's funny is, like, if you just have a bleak ton of steals, uh, you'll get a ton of votes. Um, and that's why Russell Westbrook gets votes every year. And lo and behold, an actual good defender led the league in steals. So it made him getting a lot of votes kind of an obvious thing. Yeah, also there's a little bit of bias in this award. I mean, the fact that a Pacer player didn't get – one vote for defense, like no Turner, no Thad Young. Yeah. Like you were telling us earlier, there's just like it is a little bit of bias. The fact that, like, wh- who got one? Um, Lillard got one. I mean, it's a lot of the local guys just picking their own guys, it feels like. Uh, yeah, Ed Davis is not a better defender than Miles Turner. I don't care what way you slice the cake. Yeah, I mean, I don't think Turner was a top, probably. I mean, the top two centers obvious made sense. Gobert and Horford were, but I mean, well, Horford was a I don't know, no, no, but, no one else on the Pacers should have made an all defense team, but no, but Turner should have got some votes. Yeah, yeah. given the way the votes shook out, I think that there are you know, they sh- there should be some vote, especially because don't they vote three teams? Do they vote three? I don't actually know how they do. Oh, I, never mind. I'm dumb. I'm looking at this chart wrong. So they only vote first, second team, but still, the fact that like Ed da- someone put Ed Davis on the second team, like Russell Westbrook got a first team vote, which is crazy. Like, Bad's a better defender than Russell Westbrook. And some of this stuff is insane. I mean, I'm even looking at it. You, I try to find a center on the list that got actual votes beside, you know, there's Horford, who is forward center. Every, you classify the forward for this. There's Embiid, there's Gobert. But then the next center, I think, on this list is like Andre Drummond at three votes. Like the fact that Turner wasn't even like. <laughs> I on. think it's Drummond too. Wow. That's crazy. It means literally there was, it almost had to be unanimous for Embiid and Gobert. I mean, Gobert got 94 yeah. first place votes. So that makes sense. Right. And, and yeah, those were the, second place uh, votes. 
Right. Those were the two guys. And then like Anthony Davis being able to be classified as a forward, you know, made it even thinner of a pool for defensive centers. That's crazy. I didn't even look at that, that there were no other centers until Drummond. Yeah. I mean, if you look at And then, and then you go Drummond and Steven Adams who are both good defenders. And then the fifth center is Ed Davis and Miles Turner is better than Ed Davis. Yeah. I mean, Miles Turner is probably the fifth best defensive center in the NBA. I'm I'm trying to think about it in my list of centers. Um, I, DeAndre Jordan might be better than Miles. He actually deserved. I think he deserved more votes. He got him. one vote, right? I think. Yeah, he deserved. I think he might deserve more votes. Than Adams him. is up there too. Yeah, so he might be like sixth or seventh, or he's right around there though. Yeah, I mean, he should have got one vote. Is all I'm saying. One. Right, vote. Yo, absolutely. Yeah. And then Thad, you know, no, Thad wasn't going to get votes. I think only people who watch the Pacers know that Thad deserves votes. Like national people should know that the second in the league in blocks, Miles Turner could potentially get a vote, but. National people would not know Thaddeus Young deserves a vote unless they actually watch the team. Didn't Thaddeus Young just know first in deflections and like fifth in steals? Second in deflections. I don't know what he got behind Paul George, actually. Um, I don't remember who ended up, where he ended up in steals. People won it by, by far. Yes, he did. He smoked it. But like Thad, you go to forwards, and then there's some pretty good forward defenders, like no gripes, putting him behind a lot of these guys. Um, but even down the end. Just uh-huh. deserved a vote. He does, yeah. He deserved a vote over like Derek Favors or Donovan Mitchell or some of these who the hecks that got votes for no reason. It's kind of wild. So Thad Young finished 11th in steals at 1.7 per game. It's wild for his role. He finished fourth amongst uh, forwards and steals. Yeah, that's crazy. So there you go. You should have got a, maybe you should have got a vote. <laughs> well, no. Then this list has uh, some guys who play one game. So oh, this is the. The postseason, never mind. My bad. I went at the wrong one. Oh, yeah, that will not fly. <laughs> Although he played both of them, them, by the way. They didn't finish 10th. My bad. He finished around the same 10th. That's still pretty good. And third and among forwards. It's very good. With the same amount, 1.7 steals per game, roughly. Dang. Yeah, he got his hands on everything. He's good at that stuff. Um, but did you, so for, for all NBA, we're pretty much fine. No other Pacers are to vote, right? Uh, let's let's clap. Congratulating Victor Oladipo on making it. All NBA in his first season in Indiana. Yeah, it's very I, exciting. I mean, we it, did not have enough of a reaction to that just now. Well, because we expected it to be honest. I know we did. We did. Well, he and I kind of feel like that second team was not out of the question. I think he was better than Demar this year. So. I was just about to say that I think he should have been <laughs> second team over Demar. Sorry, I was just saying. So I think, year, he's first. He's second like team, the first team. Like he finished sixth total too. He finished behind Demar and he finished behind Steph. And I'm behind, I'm okay with him finishing behind Steph, but Demar is crazy talk. Yeah. Uh, how many games did Steph play? Fifty four, right? Fifty. Yeah, I thought it was fifty nine, but maybe I'm thinking of someone else. The, the, a lot of these players, like I know Kyrie played sixty, and that kind yeah, of kind of like a lot of these guys are lower in the. I mean, he even played seventy. That was fifty one. We were even close. Oh, that was fifty one. Okay. Yeah. I was close. I was closer than you. Mar played all eight. Yeah, you were. Steph, Mar played all eight too. That's his thing. But like to me, Harden and Russ and Dame were the only three guys. I was like, yep, for sure, top three, like in some order. And then, I, and then I thought it'd be between him and Steph for the second team last spot, not Demar at all. <laughs> I mean, the thing about Depot too is he only played seventy. He played. I don't know. He played seventy-five games, but he was the team was at forty-eight and twenty-seven because they didn't win a game without yeah. him. Right? Yep. But whatever that win percentage is almost as good as Demar. I think I we did it one time. It's almost as good as their their four. They win fifty six games or fifty nine games. Yes. Hey, don't forget. According to well, here's here's the blurb on Demar Derozan on the All NBA thing. 
DeRozan set a career high in assists while leading Toronto to a team record 59 wins and the best record in the Eastern Conference for the first time. Well, I don't have this number in front of me, but I want to go laugh at what DeMar DeRozan's career high in assists is that apparently makes him meriting a second. They also had a really good team. That's why they were the best yes. team. They had a really good regular season team. Right. I mean, they were 1-10, to 10, the deepest team in the NBA probably this season. 417 assists for Mr. DeRozan. Let's see what Victor Oladipo had. <laughs> uh, we're having some great content here while I do on-air research. What's more fun than that? Uh, but so, does the All-NBA team, the All-Defensive team, sort of put a nail in the coffin that the Pacers won this last offseason trade? PG-making third team is something. I was surprised he made it, actually. Well, no, PG, if, you know, PG's going to leave. Even if, if you even just take one year to one year, it was worth it, right? Even if... Let's say even at the end of this year, everybody left the teams. You'd say, oh, the Patriots probably still won that trade because they had a better year out of their player. They got better years out of the players. Yeah. They killed it. That's they a murdered it. Understatement. Yeah. Home run. I would say that. What if you figure how many assists he has now? I'm mean, kind of killing time for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought we were glancing over that because I was actually wrong. Demoros and had like 100 more assists than Vic. Yeah, but Oladipo did so much more to the defensive. <laughs> I know. I know. It's just I'm reading on the screen. Oladipo's the most approved player award finalist. So it looks like he got 24 first team all NBA votes though. A typo with no space between finalist and average on Oladipo's thing. Right. <laughs> Did Oladipo get 24 first team all NBA votes? Um, I don't see where the voting is. Thank first you. team, he got 24 first team, 33 second team, 105 13. That's crazy. Well, yeah, it's crazy because Three Harden got a hundred. So he got more first teams than Demar. No, he didn't. I'm an idiot. What is the two at the beginning? This is so confusing. Oh, you know what? They must bring up by five teams. Oldie got 24 second team, 33 third yes. team, 105 fourth team, and yes. 115. That's so confusing. So he ended up with less overall votes, and that's why he that's lost so- after Rosen. So yes, he had more second team votes. And DeMar did, didn't he? Nope, wrong again. This is so hard to read. Why did they do it like this? So then I have a question for you. Do you <laughs> think this was Oladipo's – this might be Oladipo's worst thing he had in a patient uniform like going forward the next four or five years? Like this might look back, in the, look oh, back at this in five years and said this was the worst year he had going forward? Uh, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea because injuries are a thing for him. Uh, and who knows how much better he can really get and things like that. I mean, this is this is the first year of his growth. I can't – I have no idea how to answer that. Okay. I just I just think there's like there's a, there's a pretty – I would say good chance that the way he was able to rebuild his entire body just shows his work. I think that he's probably going to get better yes. every year until he's 26. So the peak is like 28, 29. And I don't know. There's, there's like a decent chance he could be like maybe – one of the best guards in this league in two seasons. From now. I think he'll definitely make All NBA again. <laughs> well, I mean, even if you're yeah. looking at the guards in front of him, you're looking at Steph, who's 31. Um, well, Steph's going to be good of him for a while. <laughs> yeah, Steph's going to be good for a while, but Steph's 31 and could get hurt. I mean, that's why. I think the ball off's going to be Russ. Well, Russ or Demar probably. Demar's not going to put up this kind of season again. No, well, well, I don't know why he couldn't. He's only 28, but because he just just seemed like it was like. <laughs> otherworldly for him. Got, yeah, like the competition will go away. Like Chris Paul fall off and I don't know. <laughs> ben Simmons is the only worrisome guy to come in there. Right, he's the youngest guard on this list, right? 
the youngest guard who actually made a team. I yeah, because Kyrie's just under him. Kyrie's 25, right? Yeah, he is. Kyrie and Ben Simmons right on his heels. Yeah, Simmons got a lot to shoot for. But then after that group, it's like not, like Kyle Lowry was next. <laughs> I took it and he was having a better year than Kyrie. So Kyrie's actually older than him by about two months. I didn't know that. So, I mean, ben Simmons the is younger than him by about five years. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy, though. All-NBA is awesome. He deserves it. Um, I don't have much to say besides that. <laughs> um. It- He's the, oh, I do. He's the only All-NBA guard to get on the All-Defense team. That's pretty sweet. Like I said, is this going to be his worst year in a patient uniform for the next five years? Like, we're going to go back and say he's going to put up, like, 28 to 30 a game. It's certainly possible. And he's going to do it. As we talked about off-air, also receiving vote for All-NBA future pacer Trevor Ariza. <laughs> I, I, you're on that train. You want to talk about for ages now or you want to do some draft talk? No, um, I thought I had another thing. Did I have another thing? Oh, the finals. Let's talk about the finals since the teams are set. Do you really? Okay. You know, the, I think it's cool the Pacers can hang their head on the fact they lost to the team that made the finals. They should have beat the Cavs. They played really well. They, <laughs> they played really well against the East team that is now in the finals. That's crazy. They should have won game five or they should have won game seven. Yeah, they should. They could have won, won game four. Game four. But game three, they should not have won. <laughs> yeah, but that was the only game they, they, they blown out that they won. Right. They should have won game four or game five, one of those two. Yes. Game four, and they win the series probably. For me, it's five. Oh, gosh, I mean, just bad thing after bad thing. For me, it's yeah. just seven. They they had them – they when they cut the – like they had to end up early, big early, and then they cut into it and had a tie game. And I thought, you have the opportunity just to push away. LeBron cramped up, and right. in the fourth quarter, you had you had a chance to really make a run. Yeah, that, that was it. To the freaking gosh, he went the, with the Olympics rotation and game or whatever the All Star game rotation in Game Seven. <sighs> Nate, yeah, I mean LeBron was cramping in Game Seven. They had a time, a two point game with everybody cramping. They should have won that. That, that was the worst. But hey, they're in the finals, and the Warriors are in the finals. You think any chance they actually the Cavs win though? I think the Cavs have a chance to win one game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They have like if if Iguodala's not going to play. I mean, I don't know anybody else, but if LeBron can just, I don't know, shoot. I think the Cavs' best shot of the finals was playing the Rockets, and CP3 missed the first two games, so they could win one of those games without CP3, and then win all their home games. And now without that option, I don't think they have a chance. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I don't know. The Warriors look a little bit like. No, Iggy is killing him. I didn't know how crazy he was. And Durant was kind of just like he's out there, kind of. I know he had a great game, but like he doesn't seem like he's really in. He seems the way. blah. Yeah, he seems kind of bored, or like this is not what is this kind of thing. Yeah, I'm with you there. I get what like they look different. Maybe I can't tell if it's something the Rockets are doing though, or if it's just how the. So the Rockets did a nice job of just switching everything, and their yeah. guys did a great job playing defense, but. It, Draymond's not the same that he was the past three years. He just isn't. He's just he not. looks a little, a little slower. Yeah, and he's not offensively there. He's he's fine on defense, and he made some really bad mistakes in Game Five. And then that fumble at the yeah, that. Ugh. But then that like Steph, that was terrible. Then Steph only comes out in like moments. Like he has like little stretches. He doesn't have like a full dominant game. He has a full like quarter domination kind of. Yeah, but he just dominates. Those. Yeah, no, I mean he still <laughs> has. I mean Steph's peak domination is as good as sometimes LeBron domination, but it doesn't come out as much as it used to come out. You know, it used to be like he could play four or five games. Every, third, every third quarter is just Steph going crazy. 
Yeah, but I mean, like they were. T- I mean, their first year they won. It was like four. He had four or five games where he was just constantly hitting threes. I mean, it was like he was the best player every night. Now it's like every few nights he's the best player. Right. And like I said, Durant looks just like bored and not like having fun. He leads the uh, the playoffs in defensive win shares and defensive box plus minus. I wonder, just, though, I wonder though if he's not having fun because they're making him play with the four crappiest bench guys in their team. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just something to watch for. I they'll win, but like it seems like the most like like falling into a title team I, I will ever see, kind of thing. Right. I guess. I mean, every title has some luck. I guess. <laughs> no, but I mean, it's like it's like the guys like don't seem like they care, and they didn't. Oh, win. right, they right. Just win. I don't mean like. I mean, like yeah, the injury luck. Injury luck happens all the time. But I'm right. just saying, like falling, of just like oh yeah, we're just really good, but nobody's having fun. But I am excited for that finals. Yeah, I don't know. I was. You know, more, I get why other people aren't, but I like watching. The I world. just thought Houston in the finals would be fun to watch. As I did too. I did too. That one, I was, I was more pleased the Cavs won just because I feel like they would have. They'll be a better final team than the Celtics would have, even though I feel like the Rockets Warriors would have been similar. Yeah, I just think the Rockets uh, that like there's a there's like an off chance you play the Rockets, they could just do what they did against the Warriors, get cold for a while, and the, the Cavs have a shot because LeBron. Just is huge and collecting close games. Yes, exactly. I mean that's the one thing the Cavs are going for them. If they can just keep it close, in the last, I mean the Warriors showed that oh they weren't they weren't that tough at the end of games. Like they blew a couple those two games they lost. The Rockets were just a uh, comedy of errors at the end of games, and the Cavs don't make mistakes because LeBron is too good to to cost himself a game he's close basically. Right. I think that the finals will be interesting when like Jordan Clarkson's in the game. What are the, do the Warriors just go for the kill or do they just tread their lead? Yeah, I mean it's it's also if Iggy's back, if Iggy's back, they're gonna just roll. Because right. then KD doesn't have to guard LeBron and have so much energy. Well, and that bench unit's gonna be like five times better than it was. <laughs> right? Gosh, they just are stacked. It's crazy, but it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, if you and think about it, they, and if the Cavs win, we can see the Pacers lost to the champs. If you think about it, this playoffs, LeBron's only lost one game that was close. That was the game three in Indiana. Every other time, every close game he's won. He beat Boston. Yeah, that's like, true. Buzzer beaters against two buzzer beaters against the Raptors. The buzzer beater against the Pacers. That crazy Celtics game. Yeah, that's true. Wow. I mean that. I mean it's he's just super, super clutch. Well, also if Kevin Love's not back, like that's not talked about at all because I feel like no one thinks the Cavs have a chance anyway. But if he's not back, they are so dead. <laughs> the thing is that if he's, he's probably going to miss one game, I guess would be. I mean, he's oh, be a week. when they don't even start till well, you're listening Wednesday, so tomorrow he'll probably be back. But if he even misses one game, they're going to lose probably one game on the road anyway. So they can. Yeah, yeah. We'll so see. Yeah. I don't know. LeBron's superhuman sometimes, so. Right. All right. We don't have a ton of time, so I think we should do. You want to do four prospects or just two? Uh, let's just do two each. Oh, you mean one each or two each? Yes. Sorry. Uh, let's start with one each, and we'll see where we're at in time. <laughs> okay. You have any new guys you are into? You go first. Oh man, uh, I did. I did Troy Brown and Jalen Brunson last week. Correct. I think that's. Oh, I Jacob Evans last week, man. We can, we were never going to keep track of this. Nope. Just I think I think last week I did um, Chandler Hutchinson and Lonnie Walker, right? I do believe that is correct, and I do believe I did Brunson and Jacob Evans. So I ruined one of mine with Troy Brown. So I guess I have to do Troy Brown, don't I? Go ahead, say it, do it. Troy Brown, 
guard from man, I, feel, I can't feel like I already did this right. Well, Troy Brown, the guard from the University of Oregon, he is a beast um, because he's one of those athletic defensive guys. Um, he can, but it's not like he's just good on ball D. Like a lot of good college guys, he's good at all kinds of D. He can pass. Um, he's a pretty good rebounder. He's six six, so he can play three and two. Um, the only thing is that he's missing that is like kind of important in the NBA is he can't shoot. <laughs> well, that's a problem for a guy that wants to be a shooting guard. Well, you're at you're at pick twenty three. This is kind of what you get. Um, but I I get it. You know, you, you'd have to hope the shot comes around. But he's good enough on D that I like him a lot. But the shot is scary. Uh, okay, so we agree that the Pacers need to surround Oladipo with four shooters, just like the Cavs did with oh not the Cavs, the Rockets did with with or, Harden. Right? Or three shooters and a rim runner like Capella. Okay, but you, but that was probably one of the weaknesses of the Rockets in the series against the Warriors. Technically, right? Was that Capella sometimes couldn't play on the court? They better off with Tucker. He was awesome. No, but they were that lineup with Tucker, Paul, Ariza, Gordon, Harden was killing it at times. Well, that's just because it's their five best players. Well, I mean, that's part of it. It's not that it's it's not Capella's player type. It's that Capella's not as good as those guys. Oh, and that lineup spread the floor better and was better for shooting threes. And Plus, when the Warriors are gone, centers will be a thing again. Yeah, but that's like 10 years away at this point, it feels like. No, it's, it's Steph's 30. You just said it. I know. Okay. <laughs> what I'm saying is is you can't pick a guy who can't shoot is what I'm saying. Right, that I agree with. Because ultimately, even Fine. the Warriors have shown how a zero on the court is a is like Warriors have a lineup with four All-Stars and then they're playing Quinn Cook at times, Bell, guy who can't shoot and – Basically, the Rockets were like saying, "Well, dare you shoot the ball?" Like they let Quinn Cook shoot that three-point shot because, like, yeah, you shoot the ball, Quinn Cook over Steph Curry any day. So Roy Brown gives me gives me shooting guard slash small forward Corey Joseph vibes. Okay. Like, the, like, the problem is too is do we think Raptors have a good coach or a good uh, shooting coach or they're better at coaching defense? Right. I think they're yeah they're way better at coaching defense, but I think they're good at preaching good shot selection and they get guys to be good at catch and shoots. Cause I feel like a lot of guys come here and shoot better than they have before. Yeah. I, I just think you're better off bringing in a guy who could shoot really well, but as a poor defender, cause the Pacers can really get him to play. Works out great with TJ leaf. It, it's been a year. Calm down. <laughs> I know. I mean, it's worked out with, I mean, I'm trying to think guys that worked out with over time. I don't know. I'm it just, it seems like that's what they're good at. They're good at, they build up centers who are, they do a good job of that at times. They just, right. it seems like they're better off doing that than actually bringing in some guy who can't shoot and telling him, well, you'll fit our defense, but if you can't shoot the ball, it doesn't matter. And he, he's got a high Q, high IQ on D, which means I think he knows the game well. So I think he can be good at like a lot of stuff. And I've been high on him for a long time. I just don't know if he's the perfect fit in Indiana. Yeah. I mean, a good example is uh, Bojan. Bojan had, was pretty good on defense in the playoffs, I thought, for a little while. Yeah, he was. A guy who could shoot really well, couldn't play D coming in, actually looked kind of decent on defense at times. I mean, obviously LeBron is LeBron, but he seemed like he, if you, he was not guarding LeBron, he could handle himself against a decent wing player. And a lot of scouts like Brown because his, like, form is good and he, and, like, he, like, does the stuff right. It just doesn't work, you know? So there's, like, the disconnect that could connect. I don't know. I get it, though. Yeah, all right. I, I, I do like Brown. I don't know if he'll be – I mean, you think he'll be available at 25 or 25? Yeah, I do. I do. Okay, what what draft what draft guide do you see him at? Is how high do you have him in your draft guide? The one dra- the draft guide ninety four feet report draft guide the best uh, has him twenty six. Okay, Where so not a total stretch, but who knows? I'll I'll go with a similar player as yours or mine. Where do they have Zaire Smith? 
Jair, oh my gosh, they have Jair like ten, dude. People right, love because him. some some of them like Jair is nasty. Dylan Hughes is writing about him at eight point nine right now. He's awesome. So I mean, the, he's probably not going to end up being available. I said the guy I'm looking at has him at eighteen. Okay, I mean, if, if he's there at eighteen and they can find a way to get him, then go for it because he's a beast on D. I would say he's probably. I think he's. He's, he's like be, he's like peak Troy Brown, basically. He's a little bit better shooter too. He is a little bit better of a shooter. His form is really good. I saw a video of him shooting that I liked. He's one of those guys though who could. I feel like there's always a couple of small forwards. I mean, I say Brown's a good example of guys who can't shoot or people they think they can't shoot and fall in the draft as like a small forward, but they don't always fall to 25. Usually they fall right. to 18. It's like Danny Granger, good example of that. Kawhi's good example of that of guys who just sort of people were kind of who had like the bra talent, but were afraid they weren't quite going to be put together to be good enough small forward and they fell farther than yeah. they should have. Like OG. <laughs> yeah, OG. But like, where did OG? I'm going 20. 23. 23. So, or was it 22? Yeah. Whatever, 22. But yeah, but some, I'm saying a lot of times they, <laughs> a lot of times those players are the ones that end, end up getting, you know, a team will move up from like 26 to 18 to snag or something like that. Yes. Because they know it's available. Yep. And I like Jair too. I think a lot of people do. Uh, he just can't like, dribble that well he's really athletic though so he could be something great someday yeah i i, I just like i just think for the pick range if he's available it's again oh, i don't these guys kind of unique if he's available i would love that so then you want to focus on the head is there any guys in your 30s that like you think they should just take because they're too good to pass 30s, up maybe not 30 go late 20s they're too good to pass up on like if if even oh. if he's not really twenty three slotted, you're like, well, he's not going to be available when they pick next in the fifties, probably. Dante so. DiVincenzo. Okay, I, I've heard that name. I've got some one. Johnny Johnny Mathis got me onto him, and I was like, eh, he's a six man in college, but then he killed it at the combine and was the final four player of the tournament. And you know, it might be a stretch. Yeah, that's a perfect description. It might be a stretch to get him at twenty three, but it'll be gone by fifty. So if they want him, they have to take it. Yeah, or they could trade back, but usually you don't really trade back in the NBA draft. Yeah, it's, you don't trade back from twenty three. <laughs> no, and nobody wants your twenty three pick for. What do you What do you get a second round pick? Second rounder, yeah, cash basically. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, you did Jalen Brunson. He might he'll be up higher though, probably. Yeah. Uh, another one is Musha, that foreign dude. He's good. Um, but he would not be available in the second round. He's a really good scorer, and a lot of those European guys are like that. I mean, he's not great on D, but what order do you figure it out in? He's a wing, and I like wings. What can I say? He's a 6'9 wing. I like that. Right. Aaron Holland is going to be right around their range, though, too, yes, right? That is another one. That's I mean, falling into the second round a little bit. But. Yeah, that's what I kind of – I see him one at 23, another one in the 30, yep. 132 range. Remember when we were pumped about, like, Trey Duval? <laughs> He's terrible. Well, it's because that was pre that was pre college basketball season. Pre college basketball season. Well, I was pumped on him too. I was like, "Oh, this dude's a beast, and he can't shoot right." Like he might be available at fifty. Maybe you take my fifty. Who knows? Yeah, I would take Trey Duval fifty. Um, no, but I think Aaron Holiday is the only reason you might. He's a little short, so that's an issue. But he got his brother Drew Holiday is really good in good. the league. So like, He's really good. Sometimes like there's something there. Yeah. No, I'm with Although you. Justin Holiday's not that good, so I don't know. Family man, I guess. But, um, oh, oh my gosh, we actually kind of have draft news. Um, the only the only guy we know they interviewed and Indiana native Chris Wilkie is going back to school. Shocker of the day. Not a shocker at all, but it is no, news. That was, that was sarcasm. <laughs> I know. I'm Making sure everybody listening knows that was sarcasm. I know you. It is sarcasm. He, I think a year at school really helped him though. Um, 
Your boy DiVincenzo, though, is going to the draft. You know, made it to the draft today, yeah. yeah. Not, don't call him my boy yet. I don't know enough about him. I know a lot of people do like him, though. I know. I've gotten a couple of texts about him. and like, They're like, oh, he could be like the perfect backup to Oladipo off the bench kind of thing. And yeah, he can create his own shot, and that is something that they're trying to get on the bench. Trey Duval, my God, he shot 29% from three. The college line, holy cow. <laughs> I, I I just wonder what DiVincenzo, if it's so much – Smoke and mirrors almost to an extent. Well, sometimes when guys shoot up like that, it's not real. You know, it's just like hype. Yeah, or it's like they have like a really nice stretch, but it's not yeah. like a consistent yeah. thing. Exactly. I don't know. I like do, Spike I Albrecht had a nasty good championship game one time. Like he's a nobody. Who? Spike. Remember exactly. Oh, Spike Albrecht. I didn't hear you say the name. <laughs> oh, I thought you didn't. I thought you were saying who. Like, you no, actually- no, I know who Spike Albrecht. He's better than Yes. Um, I mean, Nick South is one of the guys that had a great little run too. Right? Everything yeah. on that same team with Spike, or maybe. Oh, right? man. I don't know if they ever overlapped, but yes, that's another good one. Nick I mean, also, I mean, Ray Burke, a lot of Michigan dudes. One of those, I think they were all on the same team: South, yeah. Spike, and Burke. Was their center? No, never mind. They did. Was it their center when they did? They have Mitch McGarry, or was he before? I think that was an entire. I think they were all on the same team. My gosh! Oh my gosh! That's amazing. That's a lot. Of- <laughs> Glenn on that team too, or maybe he was a little bit after. No, he was. Uh, he yeah, it was him. They played Louisville. You're right. Wow, Jesus, that's a lot of NBA guys right wow. there. What a team! A lot of middling NBA guys. My goodness. No, but also with Divincenzo, the question is, is, is was he overshadowed by Brunson and uh, Bellman? Yeah, and Bridges. Bridges, yeah. yeah. Like you know, I mean, those guys got all the hype all year, and there's also the coach is pretty hyped up, and too. So I wonder if maybe he was just overshadowed, and that's why. He all now he has his hype because he finally got out of their shadow. Oh my gosh! One more bit of news. My gosh, they just keep flowing in. Uh, Corey Joseph named to the Team Canada team. Nice. In the least surprising thing ever because he's one of the best players. But yeah, yeah. Neat. Oh, go Corey. Uh, so I think it's it, we should probably start wrapping up. Uh, I think we need to because it's time for people to get going on their days. By that I mean us. <laughs> You did uh, Bojan for Monday. I'm going to do Lance for Friday, right? Lance Stevenson, baby. Best best player recap of the se- of the of all of them. Hopefully it'll be good. It will be good. It's Lance. Make sure you record it in Bankers Live just for the spirit of the thing. <laughs> <So then, laughs> that it's like a, a more positive one. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what Are you writing this week or are you back next week? Uh, I think I'm going to post June 1 or June 2. Okay. Okay. That's this week. That's this week. What? What is it? It is this week. Um, I think I'm gonna do something on CJ McCollum. Nice for the Pacers. Cause I'm kind of bored. Nice. And uh, that's that's good. I got a bunch of player recaps coming out. I'm my tenth one will be out today. Wow. Um, and a please don't sign Julius Randall piece for those of you that are in on that. You can read that. I'm excited for that one. Yes. Except I actually researched something. I was like, damn, that's actually super impressive. So. <laughs> It's going to be interesting to see how I can figure out the rest of it. But it'll be good. Probably a Trevor Reza thing, if not an Ian Clark thing. Oh, gosh, I just gave it away. Crap, I was trying to make him a secret. Oh, well. Uh, yeah, I like Ian Clark a lot. But, yeah, it'll be fun. You've said his name like three times in the show already. Did I really? Shoot. I think you have. I think I've heard. I, I thought you. I did it off air on purpose. Whatever. <laughs> I think you said it. Maybe you said it off air. I, I, I don't have to write it for tomorrow. <laughs> Oh, you're not now, now. Now we'll see it. It's fine. Not a big deal. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. Oh well. All right. Anything else you want to promote? Um, follow us on uh, Twitter at Locked On Pacers. Locked On Pacers. Four hundred and fifty something. We're doing great.
Yeah, we're growing. Nice, steadily growth. Thank you, everybody. Um, Check out your Bowion pod. Yes, listen to the Bowion recap for Monday. Thank you for listening. I uh, hope you had a great long race weekend, and I hope you had willpower in your race pools because I did not. I had Tony Kanan. Wow, that's pretty good. That's a bummer, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, everyone, enjoy your Wednesday. We'll be back again on Friday to talk about, well, Adam, I'll talk about Lance and have a great rest of your week because you're not going to hear from me.